0: Welcome to Finding Your Bench, brought to you by Parkside Investments, a show designed to help listeners overcome the challenges associated with preparing for retirement. Hello, and welcome to Finding Your Bench, presented by Parkside Investments. My name is Nelson Green, and with me is our Managing Director, Chris Engelman. Today's show is all about demystifying Medicare. We've asked Jeff Goldman and Debbie Riskin from Goldman Associates to walk us through the steps they take with their clients in order to provide them with a simplified Medicare experience. In this episode, you're going to learn about the four parts of Medicare, understand common coverage gaps, and how to determine if you have the right coverage today.
1: This topic came to me a while back when Jeff and I were having breakfast. We started talking about how complicated Medicare is to the average participant. And Jeff emphasized how common it is, not only for people to make mistakes, but also not to periodically review and update their plan as needed. So since this was about the time that we started the Finding Your Bench podcast, I thought it'd be great to have Jeff and Debbie on dive deep into this topic. So with this being said, to get things started, Jeff, can you give us a little more information on GM Goldman & Associates and how you began to specialize in helping people in retirement and approaching retirement with their healthcare needs?
2: So our dad, Glenn Goldman, started our company in 1968, um, and we had a specialty, and we've always had a specialty or a niche uh, in the over-60 market, Um, and specifically, we dealt with long-term care coverage for years and years and years. And without going into it, um, long-term care had, had issues, and we pivoted our entire business in 2008 to Medicare, and we came, We became specialists in helping people understand Medicare um, and, and all of their options, um, and that's that's approximately when, when Debbie joined our firm. And, you know, quite frankly, when we when we got into that world, um, we didn't realize uh, the importance of what we were doing. We didn't realize the, the lack of information that was out there and the lack of specialists that were out there in this area, um, not to mention the misconceptions and misunderstandings that people have in, in, in regards to Medicare
0: you you bring up something really important and it's the understanding of medicare and um ahead of this i actually read an article where it said 25 percent of enrollees in medicare don't have a clear understanding of the program um i'd love it for you guys to kind of go through the four parts of medicare and maybe talk about the evolution of medicare over time and how we even got to four parts of this program
3: that's a a great place to start because people when they're approaching medicare even when they're in it they're they're very overwhelmed and there is a lot of information to learn so myself i'm an attorney and i really like to understand laws and rules and why things are the way they are and i always start with this overview with all my clients so that they really understand where their decisions fit in the big picture so medicare actually was first offered in 1965 to medicare beneficiaries and that's original Medicare, and it's called that because that's how it started out. It was just parts A and parts B of Medicare. Part A of Medicare is your hospital insurance, and part B of Medicare is everything else, doctor related. So, at that time, in around 1965 through most of that, uh, the next 25 30 years, Medicare claims were handled by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and. So you literally, if a doctor was contracted with Medicare, you could go to that doctor. Claims were submitted to CMS. But then what happened is in the late 1990s, there was laws passed where they created what's called Medicare Part C, and that is Medicare Advantage. And people never seem to understand what that is, and it's understandable why they don't. So I think this explanation makes it really easy and clear. They allow, there was legislation written that allows private insurance companies to handle Medicare beneficiaries coverage. So if you go Medicare Advantage Part C, that means that your care is no longer being handled by CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, but rather your care is gonna be handled by a private insurance company. But then you have what's called managed care. So you have all the different major players that are offering this kind of coverage from a, uh, you're supposed to have the exact same coverage um, under parts A and part B that is defined by Medicare. But now again, handled by these private insurance companies. The other part of Medicare is part D and that is your medications, your prescription drug drug coverage, excuse me. And that actually was not offered until 2006. So from 1965 until 2006, there were huge gaps. Um, And we know as people age and they need more medications, that can be very expensive. So the Part D coverage is still evolving, but there are options out there for people to get help with their prescriptions.
1: That's really interesting, Debbie. Thank you. That's actually. I haven't heard the background and history of why Medicare just got started there like that. So it's actually really informative. So thank you. Um, Hey, though, I read a lot about those gaps in Medicare. Can you talk a little bit more about that?
2: Sure. So, you know, Medicare is extremely comprehensive, more comprehensive than people actually understand. But there are gaps. And what most people do to fill in those gaps is they purchase a plan called a, a gap policy or another word for it is a Medicare supplement policy. And there, there are three major gaps, you know, I guess. And, and the, the first one is, is called the is for the hospital. It's called the Part A hospital deductible. So the way Medicare works is. When a person goes to a hospital, they could have a hundred thousand dollar bill and Medicare will pay the entire bill except for a deductible of fourteen hundred and eighty four dollars. That deductible is an every 60 day deductible, meaning if you're in the hospital for a week and you get out and you go back in a week later, uh, you do not have to satisfy it again. Uh, if it's separated by 60 days, you do. Um, but. Most people are not aware of that deductible because when they have a Medicare supplement, what they have found is that the Medicare supplements job, first job is to pay that deductible. So that's why, you know, when people are in the hospital and all their bills are paid, most of it's paid by Medicare and then the Medigap policy's job is to pay the $1,484 part A deductible.
3: But I I wanna jump in for one second just to, because we speak Medicare every day, right? So for us, that makes perfect sense what Jeff is saying. But just understand that when Jeff is talking about gaps in Medicare, he's talking about original Medicare, Hmm. not Medicare Advantage. So when you're talking about Medicare supplements, that means that you have elected to keep your care under CMS. If you're talking about Medicare Advantage, it's a whole different system. So everything Jeff's explaining right now is where you say, okay, I'm keeping Parts A and B. I want it through Centers for Medicare, Medicaid Services. And when he's talking about the gaps, it's really important to understand we're talking about monetary gaps. So Mm -hmm. we're not talking about that they will cover this or they will cover that. We're talking about, hey, this is covered, but... We know Medicare is not designed to cover every single dollar when you're in original Medicare. So you get these supplements to say, okay, I have a $100,000 bill. That's a big one. Let's go down to a (laughs) $10,000 bill. And Medicare's picked up 80% of it. Wait, I'm left with 20%. So Jeff's talking about in that setting of original Medicare, how do you protect your savings in your retirement so that you're not the one paying those bills that are not covered by the dollar amount that Medicare doesn't cover, if that makes any sense. Well, that, <laughs> and, that's,
2: and, and that's a great point because you know the, the, the supplement per se doesn't cover anything. It just does what Medicare tells it to do. So it pays the $1,484 and that's its job. It's not covering, like Debbie said, specific services. Um, which leads to the next deductible, which is under Medicare Part B, which is the doctor part of Medicare. Uh, And the the way that works is there's a Part B deductible that's $203. It's a once a year deductible to start the year. Um, And there are Though there's one supplement that covers it and and most do not. So typically the way that works is that's on the consumer to pay the first two hundred and three dollars. And then after that, Medicare is going to pay 80 percent of the doctor bill. And the job of the supplement is to pay 20 percent.
1: So it sounds like if you're an original Medicare, you're going to need a supplement. The question is, how do you figure out which supplement is right for you?
2: Okay, so it, it's actually pretty easy um, because all Medicare supplements are standardized, meaning they're the same. They're not kind of the same or sort of the same. They are identical. For, so, for example, the most popular and most comprehensive plan available to you know people turning 65 and getting on Medicare now is called Plan G. All plan Gs are the same. They're not kind of the same. They're not sort of the same. There's literally not a comma different uh, in in the language. In fact, they're essentially boilerplate documents with an insurance company's stamp on them. So they all do the exact same thing. So what's the difference between them? Well, the difference is price. So how do you pick one? Um, a lot of people will default uh, automatically to companies that they that they know, which is you know certainly understandable. Um, but what we do is we have a software that has every single company in every single state of the country. Um, we put a zip code in, an age in, and it will it will print out for us all the companies that offer this in order based on lowest premium to highest premium. And the reality of it is, you know, whether it's Joe's Insurance Company of Plan G of South Dakota or Blue Cross Blue Shield or Mutual of Omaha or Aetna, it, none of it makes a difference. They all do the exact same thing and they pay the exact same amount. Uh, in fact, when you know when a person goes to a doctor, the doctor actually files with Medicare and then Medicare tells the insurance company what to do and what to pay. So since they all do the same thing, the way you pick it is based on price. That being said, you're not about to go with Joe's insurance company. So, you know, we sort of go down our list, and you know, we we pick you know a major carrier that does a lot of this, um, and then it's something that you know it's periodically reviewed to always make sure you're in the most competitive you know plan possible.
3: So I just want to add to that for a second. So when Jeff is saying that they're all the same, you back up for a second. There's 10 plans out there, right? So if you're choosing a particular plan, let's say you chose Plan G, okay? The point is that they passed legislation back in the 1990s, and it's protective because you know, if you've looked at the benefits covered, the gaps covered under Plan G, you know no matter which insurance company is selling Plan G, They're going to give you the identical coverage. So you're not worried if you go to one carrier or another carrier that plan G is going to give you something different. Now, if you chose plan N instead of plan G, N is going to be identical for every N plan, but N is going to be a little different from G. So the point being is that once you've chosen which benefits, which gaps you want covered, that's when you start to look at the different carriers and you say, okay, why is one carrier charging 150 for that monthly premium? And the other carrier, excuse me, is charging 180. And really there is no reason because they the coverage is the same. So the point is that when you're choosing a supplement, um, and you've narrowed it down to which letter plan you want, that's when we start to compare price because we know that with the price, you're getting the same coverage so why pay more than you need to
0: i have to assume that 99% of your job is just educating your clients is that fair yes uh, yeah
3: is <laughs> especially the people new to medicare so right. once you're on medicare you know you're, you 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 hopefully you know a lot by then
2: i mean the, the fact of the matter is the you know the the word educating versus the word sell, and I'm making air quotes when I'm saying sell. This, this, this does not have to be sold. People have to understand it because everybody has a pending decision you know, when they're turning 65 or when they're leaving a job, and what they need is the education because they're going to do something. It's just a question of, of doing it right.
1: So it's basically just, I'm going to buy Blue Cross Blue Shield. It's, it's, that's not the answer.
2: That well, that's the answer when people don't consult with somebody, especially in Illinois, uh, because people tend to default towards that, which is a which is a whole other conversation. Um, but yeah, no, it's not just that simple.
0: Uh, clearly, very complex. And what's really wild about this is we've really only been talking about original Medicare up to this point. Uh, I'd like to hop into Medicare Advantage and maybe how you guide people to that particular option. It's kind of like Steve Jobs releasing the iPhone and people have to get used to the iPhone and learn about it. And then he says, well, let me tell you about the iPhone Plus. (laughs) So so tell us about uh, Medicare Plus. Uh, Obviously that's not the term, but I'd love to hear a little bit more around Medicare Advantage and how you are getting people toward that option.
3: Yeah, so with Medicare Advantage, what happens is that it's a different system. So Jeff just explained to you the gaps and that you get a supplement uh, to fill in the gaps, right, of original Medicare. With, With Medicare Advantage, it's different, okay? So what happens is that instead of paying a monthly premium like you would for a Medicare supplement, you get a plan where maybe you don't pay anything monthly, okay? But you have, you pay as you go. So you're going to pay co-pays and co-insurance. And, and, but and Debbie,
2: just, just so everybody can relate, yeah. if, if everybody can picture, you know, all the commercials that they see on TV all the time, Joe Namath telling you it's free. <laughs> that's that's what she's talking about.
3: Right, and, it, and it's and it's not free, it's not okay? Free. <laughs> so, you know, that's I, I did a TikTok on that because I wanted people to understand that, like, yes, the monthly premium is Maybe zero or very low, but you are going to pay as you go. And so you have co-pays, co-insurance, but again, the most you could pay is a certain dollar amount. That does not include your drug coverage, though. So that's not included in that max amount of pocket. So the biggest thing I could say to you is that you think of it as one is pay up front, know exactly what you're budgeting for your for your Medicare for your medical costs. And then with advantage, it's kind of pay as you go, but you know, the maximum amount that you could end up spending. Now, another really big difference I want you to know about those doctors. When you go original Medicare, if there's a million doctors contracted with Medicare across the United States, you have access to all of them. When you go Medicare Advantage, there's doctors' networks. Now, it's interesting because really, if you think about what they're offering you with Advantage is not much different than what you were offered pre-65, right? It's like the HMO or the PPO you have through work.
0: You mentioned TikTok. How long did it take you to learn all the dances? (laughs)
3: Nah. <laughs> if that was the case, I wouldn't have any followers. And uh, I, leave, I leave that to my 20-year-old daughter. But I did start doing that about six weeks ago because you start to realize that people that are near retirement, they're young. They're, when you think of someone in retirement, it used to be people that you envisioned with the cane. People in their 60s are young and I thought maybe they're on TikTok too. And I have found quite an audience and people and I'm doing it just to educate. And then yeah, I sometimes people do reach out, they're looking for somebody to help them. but it's been a lot of fun these little 60 second segments teaching people about how Medicare works.
0: Uh, do you have any followers? And and if so, what's your TikTok handle? And I don't know if I'm even saying that correctly. Oh gosh, my
3: handle. Um, well I have to look it up, but I do, uh, right now I'm my, I started about six weeks ago. I have about 7,200 followers, which is not bad. And, um, I believe if, if I'm saying this right, it's called Medicare advisor. And, um, it's a lot of fun. I actually just kind of film myself, you know, I hold my phone and I give different thoughts and, and I've gotten really positive feedback. So it makes me want to do it more. Plus, Jeff and I, um, we do seminars, we've been teaching people Medicare. And so it's really fun to get up and teach people and help people kind of navigate this process. Because once they start to understand it, mm-hmm. Medicare doesn't feel like this big monster around the corner, they start to realize they have excellent coverage.
0: I love it, but bite-sized education pieces. Uh, Chris, yes. w- Chris, we need to get you on TikTok. What do you, what do you think, uh, Nelson? I think <laughs> you're the TikTok guy here at Parkside. <laughs> uh, we we obviously got off track here. <laughs> um, so go, going back to the Medicare Advantage, Debbie, can you just elaborate on that a little bit more? Maybe how do you determine what Medicare Advantage plan is right for you know someone coming knocking on your door for the first time? Can I tell you, that is such an important
3: question you just asked me because Jeff brought up, you know, the Joe Namath commercials and a lot of people will call these 1-800 numbers and they end up in plans with people that don't really care and just put them in a plan and their doctors aren't in it. And it's the wrong drugs. What we do to help people, we're licensed with all the major carriers. I have, we, Jeff and I have people send us their doctors with the address. Um, of the doctor. And then they send us their medications. We use softwares um, that we put it all in and the software kind of messes it all up and then spits it out and gives us a list in order of what are the best plans for them. Um, The other thing we also do, we can check on medicare.gov. We can go right to the carrier's website. But the bottom line is that if you're thinking about Medicare Advantage, You need to make sure that you have somebody that's taking the time to make sure that your doctors are in these plans. The other thing I want to tell you, these commercials, oh, you get dental. Okay. You don't get dental in original Medicare and dental is a great thing to have if you can get some dollars covered. However, you never choose a Medicare Advantage plan based on the ancillary benefits. You always start with do my doctors accept these plans? How is my drug coverage under these plans? And then you figure out what are the extra benefits you want that go with it.
2: And let me, and let me stress the, the importance of, of the software that we have. Without it, you could lose your mind because literally we need the primary doctor, all the specialists, primary hospital, drugs, and then the software takes it and figures out which plans accommodate all of that and makes it a lot easier. And, you know, we, you know, we are just, you know, we deal with pretty much all the major companies. So it, it just, it makes it easier. Otherwise it, it would be absolutely impossible to, to figure this out.
3: Yeah. And, and just adding to that, lots of our clients are on original Medicare with supplements and then they see these commercials right. and of course, who doesn't want something that's free? right it sounds really especially good
2: Especially when joe tells you it's free yeah
3: exa- especially when joe but so bottom line is that it, it could be the right thing for you or your client but you have to study it you have to figure out if there's a plan that fits your needs before you just make that jump for something that sounds good because it's free and clients are happy in it but then there's clients are very happy in original medicare so you figure out your path so i want to ask you
1: guys a question here about something that's really important to parkside clients And that's drug coverage, or I should say specifically prescription drug coverage. Could you guys talk to us a little bit about how Medicare works with prescription drug coverage and the benefit, how do you go about choosing which plan to be on from that perspective?
2: So prescription drug coverage uh, arguably is a more important or certainly as important conversation as to everything that we've just been discussing. Um, And... Again, I was talking about the importance of software. Uh, the software that we have is just huge for this because, and we'll talk about Illinois specifically. In Illinois, there are 31 drug plans, um, and so, and how the heck do you determine which is the right one? Well. Basically, what we do is we we keep our clients' uh, drugs stored in the software. Um, the software will let's say someone took five drugs. It'll take those five drugs, match it against all thirty-one plans that are offered in Illinois, and rank the plans in order. But unlike the Medicare supplement software, which ranks them in order of price, price is just one factor. So the order that it's ranked on or based on is what's called estimated. Annual out-of-pocket cost, meaning it's the it's the premium plus the deductible plus the copay, what you're completely going to spend out of your pocket, and whichever one has the least out-of-pocket is the one you go with. Um, now, of of even greater importance is this is something in our world that needs to be reviewed every single year, um, and th- during what's called the annual enrollment period, it's the AEP. It's October fifteenth. To December 7th and that's the only time that you can change your drug plan and pick a drug plan for the following year so why is it so important it's important because a the plans change but b and more importantly people's drugs may change so this is something that we take a lot of pride in helping our clients with because the majority of the people just sort of sit still with this stuff and and they end up in the wrong plan, overpaying for a drug. Uh, so we strongly, strongly encourage a, a, a touch base with our client every year during that period of time. Yeah.
3: You know, it's interesting what Jeff's saying. The software is so key, but let me tell you why it's so key. Okay. So you could spend hours trying to learn how these drug plans work. There's formularies, there's tiers, there's preferred pharmacies. The, the, the point being is that the software is really important. You can spend a ton of time trying to really understand all the mechanics of the drug plan. But the bottom line is that when it comes to the formularies, which is defining what the drugs are covered in a particular plan, or when it comes to the tiers, you know, the tiers define how expensive they are. You can hear I'm even jumbling up my words with this because the point is that it's very complicated, but if you if you go to someone who has the software, it actually does the math. It takes into all these things, the formularies, the tiers, the preferred pharmacies into account and helps us figure out which is the most cost-effective plan, and like Jeff said, you know, that is one thing. It's not cookie cutter. These these Medicare supplement plans are cookie cutter. They're standardized by law. The drug plans are so specific to you. So if you're taking drug number one, but your company covers drug number 10, you don't want to be with com- with your company. You want to be with a company that covers the drug that you need, because mm. if you're not in a, if it's not a preferred drug with your company, it's going to cost you more money. But that's the beauty of the software because it, it it adds it all up, and that's a that's a cost factor you can control every year if you in fact stay on top of it and make sure that your drugs are covered. And here's an interesting thing, and I think very important for everybody to know: in September, you're going to receive a booklet from your drug company and it's called notice of changes. It's going to be like eight, you know, like the size of like a piece of paper, eight by 11, whatever that is. Don't throw that out. It's probably, you know, it's multiple pages and it's going to tell you for the next year, if your drug plan is changing, if the premiums going up and those things help, you know, if you need to be looking into changing it.
2: Yeah. Debbie and I are thinking about, opening up a pharmacy because we know so much about drugs. It's, it's, it's unbelievable.
0: <laughs> uh, unsurprisingly, this has been highly educational. Um, before we wrap things up, I, I'd like for you guys to just touch on one more thing. So you have new clients come to you what percent or how many of these folks do you think have the incorrect coverage for their needs and how often would you recommend really revisiting the current coverage that you have because just like investments things fall out of favor fall into favor so it's just doing your due diligence and being a good steward for your clients so how often are you seeing people with the incorrect coverage and just to tack on that sorry before you wrap that up can you also tell about how people can get in contact with you sure
3: so jeff will probably do a great job of telling about the contact i'll start by answering your question
0: so and then we'll go
3: to that but the bottom line is when you say the word incorrect coverage that can mean multiple things incorrect could mean should i be on original medicare or medicare advantage or incorrect could mean am i paying too much right so typically once people hopefully they've made a uh educated decision when they go one path or the other. Um, Do I go original Medicare or do I go Medicare Advantage? And typically the questions come in about Advantage again when they hear that something is free and they want to know if it's for them. And that's when a whole discussion goes in. As far as incorrect from a price standpoint, that's every day. I mean, we get people that when they're new to us and they've already been on Medicare and we see that they've stayed in the plan that they've been in for 5 years and you look at that and you're like, "Wow, you're in you're paying this, but I'm you could go over here if you can qualify with your health and save 600 bucks for the year or more, sometimes less, whatever the number be." But the point being is that with the supplement, you don't want to just think that it's one and done. You always you want to keep a relationship with your with your agent and you you want to find someone that's independent and i say that in the way that they're not an employee of a specific insurance company because by being independent we're licensed with all the major carriers and that means that the only thing we're worried about when we're helping you is you because our job is to help you first make sure that you're in the best coverage possible but that also you're paying the the most competitive premium that you can so incorrect in the sense that, yeah, you're overpaying, or possibly you may want to switch from original to advantage or advantage and back. And that's, like I said, a whole discussion of what's the right path for that particular person.
2: And, and, and to add to that, you know, most people, they, they don't, they don't approach this the way that, that we're telling them to approach it. In other words, most people, they, they, they get on Medicare, whether it's original Medicare advantage, And specifically in regards to original Medicare, if they're if they're happy, they just sort of keep it and they they don't review it and the rates go up and they they kind of think to themselves, well, geez, you know, I'm 72 right now. I've been on this for seven years. This has been fantastic coverage. I'm not I'm not looking to change my insurance, but here's the reality. The supplement is not their insurance. The supplement is just that; it's a supplement. Their the insurance is Medicare A and B when it comes to original Medicare. So we try to set up our clients with the right mindset from the very beginning. And you know, we meet people you know in three different scenarios. We meet them when they're turning sixty-five and they're looking to get on Medicare. Um, we meet them at any age when they're leaving a job. Um, and then the third scenario is the person that's already on it, who's seemingly happy, um, who is way overpaying and, and has major misunderstandings about what they actually have. And we try to put them on the right path. Um, in regards to, to contacting us, we're our office is in Skokie. Um, and our phone number is 847 3600 you can ask for either one of us and happy to help in 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 any way
3: and i i do want to add one thing because it's to me it is the biggest piece of advice that is so important i've already kind of touched on it but if you're already on medicare and you're approaching this annual open enrollment period and you do start to see those commercials and you want to be educated that is not the place to do it because i have had so many clients where I had to help them back out of what they did through those numbers. Um, not to say you can't ever find a good person on one of those 1-800 numbers, but we care. And we our, our only goal is to make sure that, you know, insurance is so you sleep well at night, right? You wanna feel secure. You wanna feel that you have the coverage that you need if, if your circumstances ever change. So if understanding the other plan, whether it's original or its advantage is a goal, do it now start to understand how whether you talk to us or you just buy a book and you read but do something so that you understand and you don't end up making a rash decision during that short period of time where you have to make changes
0: that's incredibly helpful and thank you again and we'll make sure that you have that contact information posted obviously in the show notes as well um debbie jeff I thought this has been great. Thank you again for being on the show. And uh, hopefully we can have you on again as things change because uh, I'm hearing a constant theme that we need to readdress this periodically. Is that is that fair? That's fair. And thank you for having sure us. Is. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Thank right. you very appreciate much. It. I really appreciate this. All right, yeah, guys. Take care.
1: Thanks.
0: Thanks for listening to Finding Your Bench with Parkside Investments. For more information or to get in touch, please visit us at parksideinv.com. The opinions expressed in this program for general information purposes only are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. It is only intended to provide education around the financial industry. To determine what investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Any indices referenced for comparison are unmanaged and cannot be invested indirectly. As always, remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional.